Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey Southwest Live for April 18, 2021. Tonight's scheduled guest, Maryville University Director of Hockey Operations and ACHA D1 coach John Hogan. Behind the Mask College Hockey Southwest Live is brought to you by Verizon Wireless. Experience Verizon's 5G and 5G Ultraband for business. Verizon Wireless 5G built right. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey all season long. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com and gear up for the season on ice or in line. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. For the best margaritas and more, go to MexicanMoonshine.com to see how to get your bottle today. UNLV Hockey. ACHA Division I Hockey under the bright lights of Las Vegas. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Stop in and pick up any of our award-winning sauces on your way home at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Caesars Entertainment Resorts. Anywhere you want to go, you can bet there's a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Burrito Express. The East Valley's home of the always available breakfast burrito. Go to burritoexpress.com for the location near you. And by College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. ASU alumni owned and operated. College Hockey Southwest Live presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in everybody. This is College Hockey Southwest Live presented by our good friends at Behind the Mask Hockey Shops in uh, three locations around the uh, Phoenix Valley and also at BehindTheMask.com. Scott Strandy joining you tonight, not from Scottsdale, Arizona, not from Denver, Colorado, or Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or even uh, Michigan or Grand Forks, North Dakota. I am in the beautiful facility, the Maryville Hockey Center in Maryville uh, University and the uh, office of the director of hockey, uh, John Hogan. So I am in Chesterfield, Missouri. And I am enjoying myself. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein out on that beautiful palatial estate on Long Island that, you know, he's probably got his feet up, maybe in sandals, probably having a cold one and just getting ready to talk some college hockey. Paul, how are you tonight? Yeah, the the sandals, uh, the the feet up, yeah, in my basement, which is where I'm only the only place I'm really allowed to be unless I'm sitting out in the driveway. Palatial estate. Oh. What do you think I have? Your money? <laughs> are you nuts? You got so much money, you don't even know where you are. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But I do know who your landlord is. You yeah, well. Who your landlord is? It's you, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, definitely is not. But, uh, <laughs> okay, let, let's go with that. Uh, <laughs> so, Paul, as you know, I've been uh, venturing now for the better part of, I guess today is two weeks. Or tomorrow will be two weeks since I left uh, Scottsdale. Uh, I ventured to Michigan, saw the Biosteel yeah. game for USHL, uh, went down to the Frozen Four in Pittsburgh, went back from <sighs> Pittsburgh to Denver, saw some Wait, AHL hockey there. You forgot the Frozen Faceoff. Oh, that was a while ago, Paul. I'm talking just Well, see, that's what I mean. You can't even keep track <laughs> of where you've been and where you are. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, some of us still live high on the hog. Paul, I started on April 5th. That's when yeah. I left on this particular trip. I went yeah. from... Scottsdale to Michigan to Pittsburgh to Denver, back here to the beautiful surroundings of St. Louis. And by the way, I've been to four games on Friday, four Saturday. It'll be four yeah. tonight when I wrap up. 
And yeah. then there's only going to be two tomorrow and one Tuesday. So I'm going to do a little sightseeing. I'm going to get out and see the arch or do something like that. What do you think? Oh, uh, well, like I said, it must be nice. Some of us have to work, so I don't know. I, oh, I, I, oh, come on now. Let's not go that far. <laughs> okay, so this is College Hockey Southwest Weekly, but we're breaking away. No, it's Southwest Live. So you yeah, can't sorry. even get the day Southwest. straight. I know. I have no idea. Southwest Live. I'm sorry. But we'll uh, we'll break away for that for a little bit because we'll talk some NCAA hockey because I understand the portal is how many pages full now? Uh, I have six and a half pages of uncommitted players. Oh, nice. Nice. So so we'll talk about that, but because the NCAA season is over and I'm in the middle of ACHA uh, hockey here right now. And by the way, Paul, I saw some teams play ACHA hockey that um, – let me tell you this. One coach told me that he thinks there's three or four teams that could play at the NCAA level very, very soon. And I'm telling you, my eyes told me they can do yeah, that. Hold on too. a second. Time out. Time out. Time out. Let's make okay. sure we clarify this because I don't want to drive our guest nuts. Okay. <laughs> but let's, let's make sure we clarify this. What do you, you want to clarify? T- you see three or four teams that could play at that level. Yeah, I didn't say they could win at that level. That's no, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. You made – I don't want to – I want to make sure – that nobody misunderstands that we're saying that that those three or four teams are going to be at that level anytime soon. No, and, and I'm also saying that they're not going to go out and uh, and knock off the UMass anytime. No, no, soon. I wasn't. I wasn't getting to that. But, That's not what I, I was know. getting at. Well, what I'm getting at is that there's some really good hockey, some really good hockey, and my oh, eyes no saw doubt. it, my camera saw it, uh, and the fans here at uh, at Maryville saw it. So. I am uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Um, like I said, it's been a lot of work, but it's been an incredible amount of fun as well because I met so many great people and had the opportunity to visit and share the the hockey stories with people. So, you know what? Let's do it, right? Yeah, that's okay. that's fine. Okay. And by the way, some of these schools you're talking about, right? You know, we could sit here, and I'm sure we're going to name them before the hour is up. But we are. Well, of course we are. What that's what we do, isn't it? Right. Cost Speculate. And and, and well, yeah, well that's what I do. I don't know what you do, but I'm the one that causes the trouble. Yeah, most of the time. Most of no no, well all the time really. But that's besides <laughs> the point. Right. So Okay. So so anyway, um just just a little background. You and I have been talking about this portal thing at the NCAA level because it's going crazy. So I've been asking. Oh, it coaches. really is. I mean, there are serp- there are some teams that I mean, we knew that Alaska, you know, the Alaska schools were going to lose players because they, they sat out the season. We know mm-hmm. that and we knew that uh, some of the Ivy League schools were going to lose players because they sat out the season. But mm-hmm. when you look at the even just the players that have committed from the portal, uh, Bowling Green has taken a beating. Uh, Lowell has taken a beating. Okay. Um, uh, they, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, and then if you look in the uncommitted players, I mean, that's just crazy too. Yeah. But well, for, Go ahead. But the the players that have committed, 
There's a lot of Bowling Greens in there. There's a lot of uh, Alaskas in there. There's a lot of of of, of uh, even some UMass players said, "All right, we got our ring. Let's go. We want to play more now." Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk speculation because um, somebody told me today, and I know okay. who it is. I'm just not going to divulge a name that this is going to take five years to wash through this NCAA thing because everybody's getting. And this is a reliable source that told me this, that the uh, it's going to take five years for this portal thing to wash through because of that extra year of eligibility. Well, that makes so sense. If it, so if it takes five years, there's an awful lot of NCAA stalls that aren't available for a lot of players. Um, and and it's, it's strange because where are these guys going to play? If you outgrow your junior years um, and you don't have room on your NCAA team, is ACHA hockey an option? Is uh, well, I, I, I would think that I would think that um, the the next uh, few years we'll see uh, uh, and and not to uh, be politically correct here, but um, some of this talent has to flow down to the ACHA level. Well, because, I would think so because they because, want to play. Well, a they want to play, and b. Uh, I, you know, some of the ACHA hockey is as good as Division Three hockey, and the or finances better. are almost the same. I mean, not there are players at the Division Three level that that get some money given to them by by the schools for various non-athletic uh, commitments, but um, if you're gonna pay. To play Division Three hockey, which is basically what you're doing, mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form, uh, maybe you're not paying full price because Division Three doesn't give out athletic scholarships. So, do I want to go play uh, in some small, uh, you know, someplace in South Dakota, or and and, and pay out some cash? Or do I want to go to a nice new facility there in the St. Louis area where they're having an ACHA uh, national tournament right now and play there? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So where am I going to go? Well, okay. I, I I'll mean, tell you where we're – here's where we're going to go. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to bring on the director of hockey right here at Maryville, and we're going to talk to him about uh, this brand-new facility and how they're hosting a tournament in COVID times and doing a fantastic job about it. We will do that in two minutes. Okay. Hang with me. The nation's top teams. America's number one conference is back. See every play, every hit, every goal on nchc.tv. Your home for more than 100 live games. Stream anywhere from the start of the season leading up to the frozen face-off. If it's NCHC Hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Still got it. Still got it. 
he's old now. Looking for a big school hockey college experience in a small school setting? Then Maryville University is for you. The men's team starts their third season of competition as the program adds an ACHA D2 men's team and a new ACHA women's D1 team. All three teams will call this two-sheet, 84,000-square-foot arena home, giving any player a varsity-level field. Playing in the brand-new 2,000-seat Maryville University Hockey Center, the Saints will enjoy a first-class athletic experience as the men battle against ACHA powers such as Lindenwood, Central Oklahoma, and Missouri State. Located in the St. Louis suburbs, Maryville is the second-fastest-growing private university in the country, offering both a world-class education and a first-class athletic experience. For more, go to MaryvilleSaints.com. All right, and we're back. Scott Strandy joining you from Maryville University and the Hockey Center tonight. Paul Hornstein, my co-host as always on beautiful Long, Long Island, Island, New York. York. And, and it is our pleasure to bring on the uh, Director of Hockey, John Hogan. John, how are you? Good. Can, uh, can you hear me okay? I hear you loud and clear. Maybe, Maybe that's because you're four, four feet, feet away from me. From me. Sure yeah, well, you guys might <laughs> Might want to share one bone because <laughs> that's not that 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 way. <laughs> anyway, John, the reason I'm here is because we are talking ACHA hockey national tournament, the D1 level, and it's halfway done almost, and it's been a huge success. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun thus far. Um, you know the you know to to everyone kind of in front of the uh, uh, in front of the the screen maybe uh, doesn't seem uh, some of the fires that we got to put out a little bit, but no. Uh, in a COVID world, it's it's been a lot of fun and um, just an awesome opportunity for for these kids to play and an awesome opportunity for um, you know an awesome an awesome opportunity to uh for these fr- friends and family to, to watch so it's great yeah absolutely and i was telling paul that uh you had just a little bit of yeah you had just a little bit of soot on you the other day from the fire that was burning but uh, not too bad that's okay john don't uh you know listen scott scott's enjoyed every second of it don't let him uh don't let him play this game of of uh, I've been here for four games and the uh, four games yesterday, and four games eventually today, and a half a day tomorrow, and one measly game on Tuesday. Uh, you know, he, I'm going to get out my little violin and start playing it for him. You know, some someone's got to live that life, and I guess I know. I, guess, I certainly <laughs> don't know anything about it. That's for sure. And I guess that lucky man is Mr. Shrandy. So. Uh, here's here's the best part of it though paul you don't realize that that we were a little too close so john left the office left me in his office and i think he's sitting in the equipment room (laughs) well i don't know how that i don't know how that worked out because if john was smart he would have said hey this is my office you go in the equipment room 
you know, it's uh, it's just part of being a host. So, you know, yeah. host Scott, I host Scott, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a little thing. So uh, I'm just in host, we're in host mode here in Maryville right now this weekend. So that's uh, what, what we can do for Scott, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do for Scott. He can hang out in the office right now. I, I hang out there. I, I yell at players all the time in there. So, you know, John, can, do you have he can hang like out a chainsaw so you can cut open <laughs> some more space because the door's not going to be big enough for his head to get through? <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you this, Paul. Last night, I'll give you a little behind the scenes look. I was up in this beautiful conference center where I've been doing my interviews and I'm getting ready to leave. And, and John says, Hey, Mr. Strandy, are you done with me? And I said, John, I was done with you the day I met you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, and you know, you, what, you, and my... you know what he told me? He said, if you need any more space, uh, you can use it. And if you want to stay overnight. And I said, well, John, thanks for telling me that now after I spent money on a hotel. If I'd known I could sleep in the conference room, I would have just done that. Oh, please. Now they're going to have to take the roof off the building to get your head in there. Oh, geez. Okay. Let, let's talk hockey because, John, right. you got the best 16 teams um, in a COVID year anyway uh, at your center. What have you seen through the first uh, two and three quarter days? Yeah, we it's uh, it's been great. You know, some some of the teams uh, that are that are here, um, you know, maybe wouldn't usually be in uh, in a national tournament in, in a normal year. You know, with some of the the perennial teams uh, opting not to play. So, uh, for some teams, it's been just a great opportunity to come play and showcase their their skills in a, in a tournament setting. Um, but then at the same time, you got a lot of teams here uh, that are powerhouses that. Uh, you know, they're always here. So it's, it's been, it's been, uh, you know, a couple of lopsided scores to, to start out the tournament. But today we, uh, we saw some really good games. And, and like I said, you got some of the perennial teams here in, in Adrian and, and Liberty and Lindenwood, Minot State, and, you know, some up and coming teams and, you know, uh, and a Calvin and Aquinas and, um, you know, and Indiana Tech. So it's, it's, it's great for, uh, for for the ACHA to to do these uh, to have this event for for the kids that were able uh, to play this semester that, uh, that that went through a lot to play this semester so it's a it's a great great opportunity and and for me it's just uh, and, and our kids at Maryville uh, it's a great experience for us to play in a national tournament game uh, to play Liberty and and to see the teams that we're we're chasing after and the and the caliber of play that we have to play at. Uh, for, for a young program like us, just uh, with my coaching hat on there for about two seconds, but uh, but playing host, it's it's been uh, it's been fun and it's uh, it's uh, I hope it's been good for for all the teams here and and uh, and a ra- relaxing opportunity to take a step back and just say hey let's play some hockey and even in a pandemic uh, let's let's enjoy the little things. Well, we were talking about uh, and I, I'm pretty sure you heard uh, what Scott and I were saying. Um, was was did I n- characterize it correctly in talking about the level of play uh, between the top ACHA teams and uh, Division three and, and and some of the I don't want to say lower level D one teams because that's still a pretty good level, but I mean the ACHA teams do play those kinds of teams uh, not a lot, but you usually find one or two of those on a schedule, correct? You know, I, I'll, uh, I'll let, I, you know, I, I guess uh, as an, as a head coach in the league, I might be a little biased. 
but you know, you you look at um, you know Liberty um, able to beat I know a new team uh, in, in LIU to to start the season, and but in my opinion, the the, the top five top ten teams in our league um, can play against a majority of the the NCAA D three teams, um, and uh, you guys were talking about the the portal a little earlier. There is a lot of good hockey players out there with hockey growing in the United States. And, you know, Division One hockey uh, and Division Three hockey, for that matter, isn't, you know, growing at the same rate. So there's, uh, you know, more supply uh, of these players and not as much demand. So uh, there's a trickle-down effect uh, in, in hockey growing. There's a trickle-down effect in a pandemic. So... You know, the eight, you know, an Adrian or Lindenwood or, or Liberty or some of these schools that have really impressive programs and teams, you know, you're watching them this weekend. You're like, this is as good of hockey as there is. Uh, and uh, I, I can't, I, you know, watching NCAA D3, uh, you know, schools, you know, that's that's kind of our recruiting pitch. I know it's, hey, if you're looking at NCAA D3 schools, <laughs> you, you don't need to look any uh, farther in terms of caliber of play, ACHA D one at the top level is uh, is just as good, if not better, sometimes. Yeah, and and, and do you? Ahead, I, I would I would think that it, as Scott and I were talking, that you guys might start to see uh, at least for the next couple of years a trickle down effect because the NCAA gave players an extra year. No. Well, I know, I know. For the last, you know, five, ten years, um, there's really been a new uh, transfer from D three uh, to, you know, some really good D three players. Like, you know, I don't want to, you know, uh, for whatever reason, it's not making sense for me to be at the school and to play here. So I'm going to go play SHA D one hockey. It's a, it's a better fit for me. So that has already been a trend when you look at the top teams at the SHA D one level. So uh, to your point, I, I can't imagine. Uh, you know, the portal, uh, like, what did you guys say? It's six and a half pages long. I have so. six and a half. I printed it out. It's six and a half. You know, it's not a Word document, but it's still six and a half pages of names. And so, you know, if there's not more D1 teams coming online, then those guys are going to have to start looking at, uh, you know, maybe D3 options. Uh, but, you know, maybe some D3 options don't make sense for them. So now those guys might be looking at an ACHA D1 high, high caliber team or, you know, then there's going to be maybe more ACH, uh, excuse me, more NCAA D3 transfers, you know, because some of those teams are maybe taking uh, some D1 transfers. So there's going to be a trickle-down effect, and we don't really know exactly what that's going to look like. Uh, but it's it's going to be interesting. And uh, if uh, <laughs> if you're a coach that's maybe looking at your team saying, hey, I got I got guys that are coming back for fourth, fifth, sixth years, uh, you know, you might you might lose a, a competitive advantage when uh, there's this trickle down and you gotta you just have to be aware and you gotta make sure that you keep recruiting and making sure you're bringing in you know good hockey players that are good people too to, to help your program so John and Paul both uh, what I was looking at uh, this weekend here in Maryville was to see the difference between the different uh, coaches styles of between the NCAA and the ACHA and even the AHL for that matter. But uh, when I looked today and yesterday and the day before and the day before that, I realized that uh, a lot of the same things that are happening at the AHL and NCAA level are happening with the top teams here. And I'm talking about the way they structure their offense and their defense, the way they move the puck from, 
from side to side, the way they shut teams down. I mean, I talked with Wade Regeer today and uh, and yesterday and a little bit about how he was going to handle Lindenwood. Um, yeah, so um, uh, hold on one minute. I'm losing my train of thought. Well, that's – yeah, that would be a first. Anyway, John, I, I just – I asked that question because – when ASU won their national championship um, and 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 jumped to NCAA status, uh, some of the things that the Greg Powers talked about was how uh, his team got good enough where kids turned down uh, even lower level D one schools to go play there. So if 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 there are going to be more spots or less spots available because all of these players transfer that, that I mean, it's, it only has to help. I mean, that's just the, the way I look at it. Um, I'd like to see more teams at the NCAA level. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think that, I think to be honest, I think that's, if, if anything, I think there, uh, you know, you know, you got St. Thomas coming online and, you know, I think there's a lot more time. I don't know if it just seems like there's more talk, but it sure seems like there's more talk. And um, I can't imagine that uh, there's not going to be just one team coming online here in the next, um, you know, two or three years. Um, just, yeah. just talking to different people. So, uh, you know, I think I think the that this situation sure benefits those teams that come online in the next three or four years because instead of having a bunch of freshmen, they can just – um, get some guys off the portal and then get some good transfers that have uh, played, you know, high caliber hockey at other places. So, um, you know, I, th- I think it's going to help those teams that come online in the next couple of years. And, um, you know, I, I think also there, there is, there is going to be some trickle down effect to NCAA D3 hockey and then ultimately ACHA D1 hockey. Okay. Let me, let me jump back in because I was a wanted man by the other Hogan. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear God. <laughs> Oh, gee. Wait, okay. I I don't know anything about this, but okay. So so anyway, um, uh, no, it's basically Toppy came in and said that the Indiana Tech coach needed to leave, uh, so I will do my interview with him tomorrow. So that's the backstory on it. But as I was talking about, I was watching the styles of play, right? And Wade Regeer told me that uh, they try to run as close to an NCAA-style team as they can with a little bit less talent. And if you watch that game today between Lindenwood and Minot State, it was uh, 52 and a half minutes of just lockdown hockey, a lot of NCAA-style hockey. And then all of a sudden, there was three and a half minutes or or seven and a half minutes where they scored um, three goals. And Minot State ended up winning it. But you talk about a chess match, and that's what I see when I watch NCAA games. And now I'm starting to see it really trickle down. And, John, you were a part of a game on Monday, or not Monday, uh, Friday, the first game of this tournament, where uh, you stayed right with Liberty for a half a game. And your program is two years old. Yeah, well, you got to do it for 60 minutes. Don't 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 forget about that. Um, but it's... Um, in my, in my opinion, uh, you know, I could be, I could be wrong. I haven't been doing this for this, for that long, but you have kind of two sides of a, of a, of a spectrum and it's, you know, kind of a, 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 a strong structure, um, 
grind, kind of meat and potatoes, um, simple downhill hockey. And then also, and then that's on one side of the spectrum. And then you kind of have on the other side of the spectrum of a very skill, maybe East to West possessional game and, you know, different programs play different things. Um, and I think what you saw today, uh, with, uh, with Wade was, um, kind of that, that good structure, um, some good meat and potatoes added into it. Um, you know, um, you know, out, out, outperforming maybe a more skilled team um, than, than, than in, in Lindenwood. And that's what makes this tournament fun. And um, I, I know for us, for the back to your question, for the first 30 minutes against uh, Liberty, you know, we, we were able to, to, to do those things. Um, and then, you know, the wheels kind of came off there. But uh, we'll, we'll live and learn. And as a young group, we'll, we'll learn from those things. But um, I, I know there's a, there's a reason why Minot State is at all this success. And I know – uh, it's why Wade has won a couple coaches of the year award in our, <laughs> in our league, uh, that, that formula works. And, um, you know, I think, uh, if you can get a team to buy into that, that type of game, uh, you're only going to have success come, uh, you know, March, if not, uh, you know, April this year. And don't hold back, John. We don't, we, we, we don't, we don't, we don't like, don't, don't, don't worry about, uh, <laughs> you just, you just spill it. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, we 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 will we we where we try to avoid the coach speak, but we know it's it's impossible to do that. So yeah, yeah, good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> well, listen, it's 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 our job to kind of force it out, right? Yeah, hey, I, I get you. Hey, I, I get it. But you know, Scott might hear one or thing, you know, one or two, three, two or three things behind closed doors. But you know, when right. when we're talking to the masses, you know, you got to put the pretty voice and the pretty face on. <laughs> well, thank God it's it, it's probably got, it's got to be you because it ain't one of us. So um, <laughs> you don't worry about that. And this is why this is radio and not video. So hey, speak for uh, yourself. We did, we did some video stuff here too, and it's on well. YouTube we got smart right and learned. <laughs> um, so John, what has it been like? You you started basically from scratch, but how much easier was it to start from scratch with a brand new building? Yeah, so like the first year, we were kind of at a at a at a barn uh, at Afton. That, um, so that that was where we played, and um, just to kind of get off the ground. But having a rink come in online in our second year was a it was a great recruiting advantage. And um, you know, I'm the first to say uh, a lot of it is just making sure that I don't screw it up. You know, not every <laughs> coach, not, not every not every coach gets a, a brand new rink and. Uh, a university that supports a program uh, like like us at Maryville, so it's it's been a great opportunity, and the the rink uh, has has lots of perks, and we're seeing another perk uh, just this weekend, uh, being centrally located in St. Louis, just uh, trying to provide a service in a time uh, in a pandemic uh, for for a lot of teams to try to come to a centrally located uh, venue in St. Louis, so. It's uh, it's been nice uh, on a lot of different uh, avenues, but to but to your question from a recruiting standpoint, uh, you know I, I have to think that we have a top ten setup in uh, ACHA D one hockey, so you have to take that for what it's worth, and you uh, you have to make sure that you're taking advantage of it because uh, some some other teams and universities might not have that luxury. So, uh, and I think that's why the. Uh, we're, we're having a lot of, uh, you know, success in maybe a short amount of time. Now there's still plenty that we can do and still a, a long way to go. But 
the things that we've uh, accomplished in the three years of playing hockey at Maryville, two years now at the D1 level, uh, the, the rink is certainly a, a big factor in, in that success. Well, John, how much? Go ahead, Paul. How much does it help um, that uh, I don't want to say it's secretly, but uh, it, St. Louis has become kind of an under the radar hockey developer of talent. I mean, it, one of their quirky stats from last year's uh, Stanley Cup playoffs is that no matter what team out of the final four teams that was in the playoffs, uh, somebody from that area was going to win a Stanley Cup. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 kind of been, and I and I look back to like the 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 group. It's the, it was this you know Jeff Brown, Al McKinnis, Keith Kachuk. You know that kind of year. Those those guys that came to St. Louis, they all they all stayed here, and you know that's why the St. Louis Blues alumni is uh, such a great alumni association amongst the teams in the NHL. And now we're seeing that them staying here and and giving back to youth has just really grown the sport in uh, in St. Louis. And you know you're seeing their kids play in the NHL, but you know <laughs> think about all the kids that also you know. Uh, Keith Kachuk coached and Al McKinnis coached like that only helps. And, um, you know, then you're, when you're going to these big tournaments, you know, you got, uh, you know, Hey, let's go watch Al McKinnis's team play, you know, and th- then the other guys are getting more looks. So there's such a, it's such an exponential thing when you have NHL guys, uh, stay in your town and it, and it only helps it grow. And, and, and now we're seeing it with, uh, with, with us winning the Stanley cup, the blues in, in 2019 or whatever, that that also is just it's it's a catapult of of a, a hockey craze in St. Louis, uh, you know, and that was a couple only a couple years after the Rams left. So there's this huge void, um, and I, and I think hockey, for what it's worth, has has really capitalized on it, uh, you know, from the NHL all the way down to to the youth level, and uh, us in the in the college realm, we're, we're still we're, we're still and we're. We're going to continue to try to take advantage of uh, of the wave uh, of St. Louis hockey and excitement. And I think John is selling uh, short a little bit the uh, Maryville Hockey Center here because uh, I've heard from bus drivers who love the facility as far as driving their bus in and unloading and loading and all the great room that they have to get in and out of here. That's from the outside. But then I heard from coaches and players that told me, you know, what's great about this is that we can have a full practice uh, prior to our game or a day before our game in the rink adjacent to the game where the games are going on and not really even be affected by it. So uh, the the separation of the fans and the media, the players, the coaches has all been just fantastic here. And John, I'm going to let you tell people what's going to happen next year because you're getting this stuff again, at least close to the area, and you'll probably be a part of that as well. Yeah, yeah, whether we like it or not, right? No, we um, like it. So, so, yeah, next, uh, you know, this this season, obviously, we, we had to go from five divisions playing at one uh, under one roof at uh, in Boston to, you know, each division trying to do their own thing. So, you know, we were, we were um, the crazy ones or the lucky ones to raise our hand to, to host it this year at, at our hockey center in Maryville. So it's been a great opportunity for us. And now moving to next year, uh, you know, it comes back to St. Louis uh, being held at the Centene uh, Community Ice Center where the Blues uh, and uh, Lindenwood call home. So uh, it doesn't go too far, just right down the street. And 
And with all five divisions coming to St. Louis, uh, there is going to be some overflow and there's probably going to be a division that um, just comes out and, and uses the Maryville uh, Hockey Center as their home for that for that week or for that 10 days that they're hosting the tournament. So, uh, you know, five divisions are coming back here uh, in less than a year to, uh, to hopefully be in a, a little better spot uh, from a pandemic standpoint, uh, maybe some sense of normalcy by that time. And uh, you know, if it's, uh, you know, three or four divisions at, at Centene and one or two at Maryville, we're going to be ready to host it again. And again, I, I hope uh, for, for all the teams that are coming in, it's uh, it's century located and it's pretty easy to get in. And uh, I hope that uh, all the teams that qualify that get here, that they enjoy the experience. Uh, as, as Scott said, I, I think the teams are really enjoying their stay here at the, at the Maryville Hockey Center this weekend. So hopefully we can we can do it all over again next year. Yeah, my my quick follow up to that, John, is the fact that um, not only will you be will everybody be coming back here to Maryville, but um, I, I'm talking about the planning starting already. I'm sitting in your office. I'm not going to give any secrets away, but I see something on your board that says 21-22 season. You began planning for that last night, didn't you? <laughs> you got to turn the page. Simple as that. Turn the page. You know. Uh, you know, as, as a hockey coach, you got to be a good recruiter and you, you got to plan ahead. So that's what we're doing. And obviously we've been planning for that all along, uh, you know, a year or two in advance. But, you know, once your season's over, you know, you got to be able to look back what we need to improve on. And ultimately, what do we need to do better moving forward? So let's let's uh, let's not lick our wounds too long. We got to look forward and, uh, you know, move on. Um, All right, I'll go ahead, Paul. Well, I was going to say, I, I would assume, and, and, and I'll admit that my exposure to the ACHA level uh, in terms of how it operates is, 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 not, too, is not too high. Uh, but I would assume that it kind of works along the same way as, 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 as all the other teams and sports. And you have your scouts and you have your people that you trust to say, hey, this might be a good player for you. And, you know, how far out in advance you really looked at, at, at those things. I mean, I know that uh, uh, you have to at least look one year ahead. You guys look ahead more than that, or can you? Or how, how does that work at, at the ACHA level? Yeah, you know, I think it's probably a little less than maybe the NCAA from a standpoint of trying to go get 15- and 16-year-olds um, like they do um, at some of these big institutions. Right. Um, you know, I think at the ACJ, at least at the D1 level amongst the, you know, the good teams, you're, you know, for example, let's say that the age outs are, you know, in juniors or 2000s, you know, so you know, right. a lot of coaches, you know, kind of the bare minimum at least is to talk to the, t- you got to at least talk to the 2000s. <laughs> right. um, but, I, but I think uh, the ones that make life a little easier is, you know, you, you, you go in, you see, again, we're just using maybe 2000 as the is the age out year. Okay. You know, you see good O2. Let's watch, let's watch them. Let's introduce ourselves. Hey, you're a hell of a hockey player. What, what are you thinking? You know, cause maybe right. that person is done with junior hockey or maybe they say, Hey coach, thanks for, thanks for reaching out. You know, love to talk to you next year. Um, so, so for me, it's, you know, yeah, you, you, you gotta make sure you talk to the two thousands cause you know, they're the ones that, you know, they gotta make a decision right now, but sure. you know, you're doing yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice and you're making your life a little harder if you're not talking to, um, you know, those O twos or those O ones and 
Um, you know, for, for me, it's the talking to maybe the, the 16, 17, you know, year olds that are maybe in AAA hockey. That's, that's, that's a little harder because, you know, Hey, when you're in town with them, you know, you go, you go reach out and you, you get on the edge with them, but they're still looking at maybe some, um, living those dreams of going and playing at Michigan and Wisconsin and Notre Dame and those things. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, you're, you're kind of wasting your breath a little bit selling them on, on Maryville. Uh, but Hey, right. you, you just go shake hands, kiss babies and get, make sure that we're still in the process of just making sure everyone knows what the big red M is. Um, right. And like, no, we're, we're, we're actually not uh, Miami, Ohio. We're actually this, uh, this, this great institution in St. Louis, uh, Missouri called Maryville University. You want to come over to our rink? Yeah, it does look pretty. We are the real deal. You know, why, yeah. don't, you, why, don't, you, why don't you come take a look? So uh, for me, it's, it's uh, you know, maybe if uh, you're Greg Powers, you're looking, you know, you know, maybe five years out or three to five years out. I think it's cool sort of right. maybe at least in the R realm, you know, maybe one to three years out, if that makes sense. Okay, and at least from what I see, by the way, and this for anybody that's curious, uh, I mean, you guys play in a, in, in, in a place that there's a lot of D1 teams that like to have your building. You know, I, 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 I think um, it, it's, we're, 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 we're lucky, we're fortunate, and it's, it's great that um, our university was able to support a project like, like they did here at um, in the valley here in Chesterfield, so the, the two sheet rink, it's it's state of the art. You know, it's our facility holds about a thousand people in our in our stands. Um, you know, so I think a lot of D one, you know, probably like more than you know at least fifteen hundred or to over right. two thousand. Um, but from a from an amenity standpoint, the newness, the new newness of it, and you know, locker room space and athletic training space. Um, you know, I, I can I can assure you that. We have uh, we we are we have a nicer setup than a lot of NCAA D three schools. That's that's for darn sure. John, if you can, before we let you go, just uh, give everybody a little rundown of how things have gone over the last three years. Because I tell you this every time I see you, but when I come down here, I just can't believe uh, how quickly things have grown. Not only with the building, but your team, and everything else. And uh, as you can hear in the background, there's some really good hockey going on with Adrian right now. But just tell everybody how it got started and how you were able to do this so quickly because everybody thinks that they need to do that or they want to do that or maybe they think they can't do that. Uh, well, that's a loaded question. Um, <laughs> I always give you those. You know <laughs> usually that. I'm the one asking those. So. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Scott always sends me them. You know, I, I, I got I got to pinch myself a little bit. It's um, you know, a lot a lot of the stuff in life, you just try to do the right thing. You try to meet the the good people, and you know, opportunities come your way. So, um, you know, I was I was out there uh, playing hockey and coaching at Arizona, and got to meet Mister Strandy out there while I was playing and coaching. Why? And I was, uh, wait, 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 where? Arizona. Uh, I I ne- never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down in down in good old Tucson. So yeah, I don't know where that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this concrete. It's this concrete pad in uh, in in, uh, <laughs> in Southwest. So so I, was, so so I was down there, and you know, came back home, and Mary Bill was like, "Hey, we want to start this hockey program." And um, you know, I was uh, again someone that I guess threw up my hand uh, uh, to to say, "Hey, I'll, I'll take it." And we we 
we've we've had some luck around, along the way in terms of the resources and and the support from our university, but it's uh it's it's been really uh, an, a great opportunity, and uh, I have to pinch myself, and it's a uh, it's an honor and a privilege to to co to coach here and to be able to to operate our our hockey uh, program and the things that we've done the last two or three years. Um, they, they are pretty impressive, but uh, we we also know that there's a there's a long way to go, and um, we 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 want to strive to to be a perennial top ten team at, at all the divisions uh, that we play in in the ACHA for for the years to come. So we we've had a good start, uh, but but now the hard part, you know, it's it's easy to be good. Now we want to be great. So um, as, uh, as Scott said, there's some great teams out there that are that are playing in our own building this this week and weekend. So. Uh, what what an opportunity to, for me to see them in person and uh, uh, check myself to say okay that's that's what we need to get to so you know John you know go back in Scott's office that he's sitting in and make, <laughs> make, you know let's uh, let's let's recruit a little harder let's watch a little more film um, you know Scott's gonna finally get out of here one of these days but uh, no he's not <laughs> but when he does um, let's let's work a little harder because that mountain. Um, might be a little taller, a little uh, a little steeper than you might have thought, uh, but that's okay because that uh, it'll make it that much sweeter when you get to the top. Now, and listen, and, and I'm just going to use this as an example, um, just because as I do look for things to, to, to try and uh, add to the show, um, when you say the university supports your team, uh, I will say this, there's not a lot of, uh, club programs that have links to the university's varsity athletics web pages, and you guys do. And there's not a lot of schools that have that. Uh, as I said, we we are lucky, and uh, you know, diff the each each program in the ACHA, uh, you know, has its perks. You know, some some people want to go to a big school, like we we can't offer that. You know, some right. people want to go have that typical college. Um, you know, and the big school and football games, basketball games and, you know, sororities and fraternities like we, you know, we don't have that. But what we do have at Maryville is support from a university. Um, they they want they know us. They want us to be successful. Um, and, you know, you're going to come here and you're going to get a great education, but you're, you're, you're going to be pushed and we're going to be a good hockey team because that's what the university wants and that's what the university expects. So uh, we, we are lucky that we have those, uh, you know, resources and, and avenues that maybe some other universities don't have, but that just makes the standard uh, and the expectations that much higher. John, I appreciate your time. I know you've been busy busier than normal even uh, with this tournament going on and having a team playing and continued success with everything that you do here. Uh, I can't wait to get back here again this time next year and uh, try to crown a new champion and see how far the uh, Maryville Saints will go because I know for a fact, folks, he was planning last night because he almost kicked me out of the office so he could discuss his roster for next year. But I know he was planning for uh, next year already. So, John Hogan, thanks for joining me. Thanks for letting me use your office. It's really cool in here. The things I do for Mr. Shrandy. <laughs> oh, God, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, it was, appreciate, it, was, it was fun talking to you. So I appreciate the coverage, guys. And I, I appreciate you guys uh, taking an interest in ACHA hockey. So it's, it's uh, I've played it. I've coached it. It's a, it's a great league, and it's a great opportunity for 
for uh, kids to, to play college hockey. So glad, uh, glad I, I'm, uh, it's a privilege. I'll always talk about it. Hey, thanks for coming on. We, we, we uh, are, are not just, you know, we are hockey fans too, as, as, as much as we try to uh, take this from a media type standpoint, but we are hockey fans too. And the more people playing hockey, the better. Yep, absolutely. So thanks guys. Yep. No problem. All right, Thanks, take, John. Let's take a quick break. Let's come right back and wrap up another edition of College Hockey Southwest Live in about three minutes. Behind the mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can... If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to BurritoExpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Bill Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player, or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates. You can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. All right, and we are back. College Hockey Southwest Live. The reaction show, normally for NCAA stuff, but since the NCAA closed out their season last Saturday night, uh, I thought maybe tonight we'd, we'd bring in a little bit about uh, You didn't tell him, did you? And I'll quote, what's that? You didn't, didn't tell John, me? did you? Because you said it wasn't going to come up. What's that? Um, that other school. You said it wasn't going to oh. come up. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I don't want to put John on the spot because I don't want anybody to think that this is a fact from John. This is a fact from the WCHL commissioner that Lindenwood University has announced, uh, at least to them, uh, that they're going to make the jump to NCAA hockey. And next year is right. going to be a hybrid season. They're uh, right. already recruiting. Wade Regeer told me today from Minot State that uh, that's one of the things that he likes and doesn't like is the fact that they're able to recruit right now for an NCAA team and use those players to play ACHA. But at the same level, Wade said he appreciates the fact that he gets the best of the best. 
And uh, that's a competitor. And I'll tell you right now, Wade Regeer is, if not the best coach in ACHA hockey, one of the top five. Um, well, that's not what I meant by the other school, but okay. Oh, what's the other school? What did I miss? Well, John was talking about it there at the end. Uh, oh, you mean Arizona? Yeah, that place. Oh, that place. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, he he has to talk about where he was. I let him into that one because I told him that. No, uh, I know. That yeah, he wanted to give us the background and. Paul, I remember visiting with both him and his brother, Toppy, um, back then. And, and I remember when he got that call and Coach Berman said, John's going to be taking the head coaching job at, at uh, the University of Mary. And I'm going, like, do they even have a program? And he goes, no, he's starting from scratch. And I remember John as an assistant coach, uh, a volunteer assistant for Chad Berman, doing recruiting uh, from the Arizona bench, so to speak. <laughs> so... Um, but man, oh man, you want to talk about a competitor, Paul, uh, his team immediately last night, I was in the, uh, the upstairs meeting room here at the center and right. uh, his assistant coaches were with him and they were already planning, uh, what their roster was going to look like next year. I mean, they take it very, very seriously. There's a reason why, of course, and, and, jo- and John will say this, that they, yeah, but you say, of course, because you're thinking NCAA, I'll tell you right now, there are a lot of ACHA programs that don't take it that seriously and i'm talking about the guys that do adrian liberty lindenwood minot state maryville you just look around the programs paul and, and you see uh who who wants to be the very best at whatever level nick's and, not going to uh, be happy you left him off that list oh uh, yeah i'm sorry unlv because nick is also here by the way <laughs> <laughs> UNLV, Arizona, I mean, I can go down and down the list. I'm just talking about the schools that are right here on the ice in front of me. Yeah. And and, and it's it's not that far off. I asked Wade Regeer today, I said, you know, how close are you to being able to be an NCAA team? Not that they're jumping, but competitive-wise. And he said, oh, it's really close. And he's right. I mean, I, I watched some really, really good high-caliber hockey, and it's only going to get better over the next couple of days. I understand Adrian was ahead four nothing when John left the show and and came in here. So, uh, it, it you know it's just going to be so much fun to watch down the road. We're down to the final four. We will be in about an hour, and uh, go from there. So, uh, I just want to get a quick recap from you on anything new in that portal that you've seen that jumped out at you and you thought I got to say something about this. Well, I'm just sitting here and it just honestly, uh, I'm trying to look at the goalies. I know why I'm trying. What? I know why. Of course you know why. I don't know. I'm not trying to hide it. ASU needs another goalie. You know, they need a goalie. They they they, they need somebody to come in and back up Evan, I mean, Cole Brady. And uh, honestly, how do you do that? You know, oh, that is going to be a very interesting, very interesting goalie uh merry-go-round <laughs> because Cole Brady's a freshman you figure he's going to play at least two more years so are you yes especially because this year he didn't really get tested because he was sick with mono and missed part of the season and and then the COVID season was such a mess so you can say his freshman year was really almost like a red shirt uh as far as what he got out of it He'll get a lot more next year, assuming that everything gets back to normal. 
Yeah, and, and, and I mean, and if you're in this transfer portal, you're not doing it because you because because you want to sit on the bench. You want to play? No. Absolutely. You want now now whether or not it, it works out for all of these guys, and and like I said, it's six and a half pages. I don't see how it can fall. It can't work out for everybody because there's only so many lockers and so many spaces. Well, I mean, there's a few more spaces because St. Thomas is coming in and um, you're and, we, you know, we, we've said something about Lindenwood. Uh, Chris well, Perry came on. What are your but yeah, and still I'm just saying said. I mean, they are actively recruiting. All you have to do is look on Twitter and see the guys that say, well, yeah, I've yeah, I, the, I, I know. I've but, I've um, you know, a, an opportunity to play at Lindenwood. So uh, I get it, but um, you know, we, we we get maybe Zombo can come on here and be like, "Yes, it's official." I mean, you know, let's go. Well, come I on. think they're going to do it in their own due time. But keep in mind, he's got to walk a fine line for, for this reason. <laughs> they, yeah, well, he to, does. I don't have to. Yeah. Well, as John as John said, the NC the ACHA national tournament, all five divisions will be in the St. Louis area based on a team, which is the St. Louis Blues and the Linderwood as right. a host. So it doesn't right. look good to say, yeah, by the way, uh, we got the national tournament coming in and we're going to go NCAA. So he's walking a fine line. I understand it. He's committed to playing ACHA hockey next year. Listen, uh, he's I not un- going to play all of it. He's going to obviously build because that's what ASU had to do also. Uh, so it's it's a unique thing. And like I said, the other coaches here are just looking for the challenge. Bring them on. We want. Right, listen, I, I, I'm not saying I don't understand it either, but that doesn't mean I have to. I don't have to say it. I don't have to worry about it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the guy on the bench, or I'm not the guy that's got to do all of that other stuff. I'm just. I'm just a a moron with a podcast. That's all. I mean, I just you know, um, you know, I mean. Uh, the teams have started to release schedules already. Uh, the Alaska Nanooks have announced at least, if not the dates, who they're playing next year. Uh, North Dakota's come out with their non-conference opponents. Um, well, let me tell you this, Paul. Remember back in the... And ASU is not one of them, by the way. Yeah, of course not. Uh, but as we talk about the... Uh, the COVID season, remember at the beginning, we talked to Pat Micheletti um, in one of our early shows, and he said, you know, I don't know um, how much uh, how much this is going to affect college hockey. A lot of people were saying, oh, some programs are going to go away. It's going to be a big damper. It's been just <laughs> the opposite because in, instead of losing teams, we now have this growth of teams, and we have an influx of players which are making other programs uh, talk about Hey, do we do we have to step up here because there's so many players and is it our duty if we're good enough and are considering it all to, to maybe accelerate our plans? So don't be surprised, Paul, in the next three to five years if you see more teams making the jump to NCAA hockey. And I think well, the ability listen, to have quality players helps. Listen, it's 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 crazy. You know, uh who it's it's you know, I mean, we're going to have uh, hopefully the Anchorage coach on here in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, 
those programs are, are, are doing what they have to to survive. And, you know, LIU came on in a hybrid year, uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a co- in a pandemic year, and St. Thomas is starting next year, and Huntsville has managed to survive at this point. And, um, you know, we spoke a couple of weeks ago about the Atlantic Hockey Commissioner saying that uh, he's had three schools uh, talk to him about joining their league. And, and I remember that night listening to the uh, people doing the, the, the stream saying, hey, well, maybe it's this school and that would be awesome. And uh, maybe the geography was right with his comment, but uh, maybe it's not the same school. Uh, who knows? Um, it's just, it's crazy that we're even discussing the possibility that there might be more teams in the next two or three years uh, after this, when uh, everybody was worried that they were going to lose teams. Yeah. And that's, that's my point. And we'll kind of end it on this note, but that was uh, really what we were, were fearful of. And I think what's happened with the extra year of eligibility and, you know, as coach powers will tell you, he's told me this over and over again, that, in order to become a Division One program, you not only have to have the university and the financial backing, but you also need to have success at the level below you, which is ACHA D1, NCAA Division Three, whatever you want to look at there. But he, when he says success, he doesn't mean like, yeah, just making a trip to the national tournament. He wants the team to excel at that national tournament, win the national tournament for that matter. And he thinks that, that doesn't hurt. You can you can advance. Well, the difference now being uh, this NCAA rule is going to give a five-year window where there's going to be more players, as John said, more supply than demand. So why not? If you're going to make the jump, why not do it when you can get some high-quality athletes, high-quality high hockey players in your lineup, and then go from there? And, and I think the excitement of hockey has just grown. It's just crazy because when I started this, Paul, six years ago, I was going like, Okay, what's going to happen here? And all of a sudden, I've seen everybody accelerate. It's, it's uh, you know, AHL, NHL, NCAA, ACHA, everybody, women's, men's, it doesn't matter. They've all accelerated. So um, right here from the Maryville Hockey Center, we're about uh, two periods away from crowning our semifinal group, which we already know will include Liberty. It'll include Minot State. It will include Indiana Tech and either Adrian or Iowa State will be the fourth. Um, they will reseed, so we don't know who will play who yet. But I think my friends at Minot State uh, were pretty happy to find out that Indiana Tech won because they are a lower seed than Minot. So they will yeah, get we got a little, of... we got a little bit of chalk. We <laughs> uh, got away from all the chalk. Got a little yeah, bit of an upset here, so good. Good for them. If, a- if Adrian continues their ways, that means it, it'll be Adrian and Indiana Tech, and it'll be Liberty and Minot State, which uh, should be a really good semifinal. And then whoever comes out of there in the championship game on Tuesday night will be fantastic. So I want to personally thank everybody here at Maryville. They've been fantastic. The Hogan family, goodness gracious, they've been good to me. Uh, John, Toppy, Brian, uh, just go down the list. They have all uh, uh, been just great hosts, and I can't thank thank them enough for what they do. And, of course, Maryville University, man, they have just laid it out for me. 
They everything that I've asked for, they've given me. It's not really fair, but I appreciate it, and it really helps make my job quite a bit easier. So, um, I'll say, Paul, take it away on that note. All right, behind the mask, college hockey, Southwest Live on the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network, brought to you by Roger Klein's Tancion Tequila. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com to order any of our award-winning spirits, including Extra and Yeho, our new double-distilled, triple-filtered premium taste. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our Three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. Burrito Express, homemade taste, takeout speed. Six East Valley locations, go to BurritoExpress.com to find the one near you. Buy Verizon Wireless, the 5G coverage America's been waiting for. Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, fabulous Las Vegas atmosphere. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, Worldwide, it's where the action is, in the resort or in town. And by College Bar and Grill at 740 South Mill Avenue in Tempe. Pre-game, post-game, during the game, the place to be to be with ASU fans. College Hockey Southwest Live, presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the IcetimeHockeySW.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app and are available for download at the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. Behind the Masks, College Hockey Southwest Live, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. All right, very well done, my friend. And for those of you that are looking for the podcast to start about now, uh, my apologies for that. As I'm on the road and we're doing game coverage and tournament coverage, it is very difficult to hold on to the schedule, but I promise you, we will very soon be back on our regular 7.30 um, p.m. Mountain Time uh, live show uh, Sunday through Wednesday. So we'll say goodnight from here. We'll thank John Hogan, the director of hockey at the Maryville University, for uh, joining us and giving us some great insight, as well as hosting us for the uh, ACHA National Tournament. Tomorrow night's professional hockey, and not sure what time we're going to do that yet, folks. So just stay tuned to uh, the Podbean app and find out when we do that. Follow the and Twitter then, stream. Yeah, absolutely. And then Tuesday night, we'll go a little bit early to accommodate the ACHA National Championship game. Paul and I will be back with you to talk college hockey, the NCAA level. Thanks for and telling of me. Course, and then, of course, Wednesday, we're going to go to uh, uh, the club hockey, uh, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Time. That'll be a, a regular show. So... Lots of good things going on here. I've met a lot of great people. I want to thank everybody again for uh, all the hospitality and all the things they've done for us. Thank you, Paul Hornstein, for all your work holding things down at the fort. We do the best we can with all the handicaps that we have, you know, like me and you. <laughs> Absolutely. Good night, everybody. We'll see you good night. with Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, De Niro.